in the championship game. Levier in goal for that. She's a fill-in tonight for Team Brain Juice as we have the first goal of the Summer Selly League, and it is scored by Peyton Levis. And that was the first ever goal scored by Peyton Levis of her Team Brain Juice, now known as Team Tria, as they skate to a 4-1 to win in their opener against Tradition Mortgage at the Summer Selly League from Bloomington Ice Garden. It was a historic night, absolutely, as two games played out. Ace Hardware beats Lake Cowgirl by a score of 7-1, to and we're going to get into those games a little bit more specifically, and we will hear from a couple of the players that participated in all of the action as well and keep you up on the latest news and notes. Before we get into that, though, the league is sponsored by the title sponsor, Minnesota Oncology. You can find them at mnoncology.com. They are Minnesota Oncology, the Twin Cities' largest and most experienced cancer treatment provider. I, by the way, did a uh, podcast with them called Optimal Health from Hudson Physicians. Uh, it is an absolutely well-run, very professional organization, and uh, nobody better than Minnesota Oncology. That's mnoncology.com. Dot com. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of what occurred last night. The first game was a 4-1 to win for what is a team now known as Tria as they beat Tradition with three goals in the first half. They score the game's first three goals. It was Levitz with her first that you heard there. Then Ava Lindsay and Audrey Wethington follow up to take the 3 to nothing lead. And then toward the latter stages of the period, the tables turned a little bit as Tradition Mortgage started to put some pressure on. Lauren Zawiski scores as she makes it 3-1. to one. But then later on in the second half, it was Kara Sajovic with a goal that closed out the scoring at 4-1 to one in that one. As far as the goaltending is concerned, it was real good, uh, especially in this game, as Skylar Vetter and Haley Hansen uh, combined for 29 saves in their efforts, even though they fell by a score of 4-1. to one. And then on the other side of the coin, Bryn Dulac was outstanding as she was coming up with big saves in the first half. And then Amanda Levier came through in the second half in a scoreless effort as uh, those two combined for 34 saves, allowing only one goal. Amanda Levier, she's not part of the league particularly. She came in as a substitute, and it was quite interesting because she was working for OS Hockey as a coach. She was on the ice from 7 to 4 a.m. She brought her gear because Megan Pizan, one of the organizers of the league, said, you know what, you might want to bring your gear because Uma Cornier was out. I believe she has a concussion. Hopefully she can return soon. And Levier steps in and uh, didn't look like she was on the ice for eight to nine hours as she was absolutely a pro and incredible. The two-time Isabel Cup winner is also a two-time goaltender of the year recipient in the professional leagues and a three-time All-Star as well. She's a three-time NCAA champion, the Kingston, Ontario native. Had a moment with uh, myself to discuss things and we got a little bit deeper into the situation with the Premier Hockey Federation. Now, if you're not completely up to speed or not fully understanding what's happening with that that was a seven-team league which has now effectively been folded down as it was purchased and there is a lot of maneuvering there's going to be an announcement some believe there's going to be six teams we're not quite sure on what the numbers are going to be and we don't know where they are there have been certainly a number of rumors that have linked communities and cities to teams we do not know what that means for Minnesota. The Whitecaps have been an organization since 2004, and Levier certainly has been one of a large number of shining bright lights 
uh, on that hockey club as she was impressive. 61-26-0 is her career record as a professional. Let's check in now with Amanda Levier. A bit of a shocker, you were on the ice coaching, right? And then you said, hey, grab your pads. Do you just have them in your car always? Well, uh, I mean, no. Uh, sometimes I do. I coach a lot, and sometimes I'll put on my gear, and I'll, I'll get on the ice with the kids and, and skate around with them. But Pizan had mentioned that maybe they might need a goalie, so I did have my gear in my car today, and then... I was on the ice from 7 a.m. till 4 p.m. and then came, came prepared, over. ready yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you played the second half. Uh, uh, tradition came at you guys really hard there, and uh, you, you were quite busy. How did that feel? I mean, it's different. You know, when was your last really competitive game? Uh, I haven't been on the ice very much this summer. So the last time I played a game was our championship game with the Whitecaps, which didn't end quite the way we right. wanted. So this was kind of fun just to, to play with a, a lot of girls that I've seen at, at the college level and also that I've coached. The goalie on the other end, Haley Hansen, for the second half, I've coached her since she was in eighth grade. So never could I have imagined that I would be facing off against her. So that was uh, pretty cool and special. You, you look down, you see lefty, and you go, there she is. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did you have any words for her during the game? Hey, uh, look good. She wasn't too busy. They were in your zone quite a bit. I feel like she made one really nice backdoor save. I don't know how she did the splits like that, but it was fun fun to watch. Uh, we talked a little bit after the game, but I was on the ice, I think, 10 minutes late because I was coming from coaching, so I didn't have the time before to talk to her otherwise I would. I didn't even know she was going to be playing, so that was a nice surprise awesome. too. Let's talk a little bit about you and everything that's gone on, obviously, with the uh, Zoom call that you guys have had to deal with. I'm sure that was a shock, and you know when you guys heard all that information, what kind of support system have you guys given each other? Uh, I mean, nobody really knew what was going to happen, so we all kind of got the information at the same time, which, I mean, made it difficult, but also a little bit easier to grasp at the same time. And we have a group chat for our team that's going to be playing this year, and our, our captain, or would have been captain, Sydney Broad, has done an incredible job of making sure that everybody's informed on what's going on. And uh, I know players were thinking about meeting up and maybe even having a team party just because we were so looking forward to taking the ice as a group. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But we're, we're grateful that we have the support that we do from, from each other. How about moving forward? Has there been any more or new information as far as what a league would look like, how signings are going on? Or do you have an agent? I mean, how, how do you put this together? I don't really know all that much that's going to go on. I've seen some stuff on Twitter, but I feel like there's a lot of misinformation right. out there. I think when the time comes, they'll announce the appropriate steps. But like I mentioned before, our captain is doing a really good job of being engaged and, and talking with uh, the people who do know what's going on. So hopefully there'll be a little bit more light on that soon. Do you think Minnesota's going to have a team? Or I, I know we've seen the like rumored six, but again, <laughs> it all comes back to the misinformation you're talking about. You just don't really know. Yeah, we don't know. I feel like Minnesota's the perfect market to have a team, and especially with the long, rich history that the Whitecaps have, Winnie starting it in 2004 and providing so many opportunities to collegiate athlete or post-collegiate athletes. I think it would be really hard not to have a team here. So no matter what happens, I hope the Whitecaps stay in, in some capacity because there's something else about playing in Minnesota and playing for the Whitecaps, just the fan base that we've had and all the, the young girls that, that look up to the team. So I hope in some capacity the Whitecaps or a team in Minnesota stays. Finally, like this league, what a 
great situation for these players because you, know, you can run drills and go through stuff all you want, but getting real game situations, I did notice a lot of players kind of standing up, skaters. <laughs> like it, it's just a lot different, and it's I think it's great to have this to prepare for the upcoming seasons too. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, as much as we want to train and get on the ice, the opportunities are not always there, especially for the older players that are post-collegiate and at least in the past who have been playing professional hockey. We've had to have full-time jobs, so getting ice is not always easy. And then having a league like this is kind of unheard of. So this is truly special for a training purpose and then also for the social aspect too, being able to just compete against people that I know a lot of these girls are Minnesotans. They probably grew up with each other and now are competing against each other. So I think it's a an awesome league i'm happy i got to play one period i don't know if i'm gonna play anymore i'm sure you will it was just fun to be a part of it well it's fun to have you thanks and uh you know what you're a legend good luck we love you all right thank you in three two and one of course she's referring to Haley hansen the blaine standout goaltender she was also uh, one of the goaltender of the year finalists among the three with the winner Uma Cornier and Sedona Blair. By the way, all three of those goaltenders are participating in the Summer Sally League. And Hanson, obviously, under the tutelage of Levier, had herself an incredible uh, high school career. And you know, when you look at her 935 save percentage and 1.90 goals against average, the 22-23 season, Minnesota State Mankato, uh, Mankato Mavericks have themselves a very, very good goaltender. We will now turn our attentions to the second game of the evening, which featured Ace Hardware and Lake Cowgirl. And what a game that was. I mean, it was a nothing-nothing score until about two minutes and one seconds left in the first half. And then Liz Sheppers picked up the first goal of the game, assisted by Ella Berger and Madison Kaiser. Kaiser had two goals and an assist to lead all point-getters on the evening with three. And we'll hear from her in a moment. Sheppers also had an assist on the second goal by Ella Knutson. And then Michaela Boyd makes it 3 nothing toward the end of the first half on a terrific forehand to backhand. Short side top shelf goal. She, of course, showing the hands of the professional she is from the Buffalo Buttes. Then Kaiser had a pair of goals. Britton Fleming scored and Maggie Nicholson from the University of Minnesota closed things out uh, for Ace Hardware for the commanding 7 nothing lead. Now it was just up to Caitlin Roberts to break up the shutout. And the Penn State Nittany Lion did so, assisted by Maggie Flaherty and Steph Anderson. That makes it 7-1. Seven seconds were left in that game as Carly Green and Lucy Morgan combined for a 25-save effort, stopping 25 of 26. Let's go ahead and check in now with Madison Kaiser post-game. Well, you guys got one of the books here. How was it? Good. It was really fun seeing girls that I haven't seen play since high school. So it was fun seeing all the college girls get back together. One of the things that Amanda Levier said was that the social part of this league has never like really existed. So it's been really like day one was cool just seeing everybody. And you just said the same thing. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these girls I haven't seen since high school. I've been hearing about them, reading about them, seeing them on social media. So yeah, it was good to finally see them in person and them what, playing. What was the game situation like? I mean, you can train all you want, but it's different, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Game, game like is so different. We were all talking about the locker room. We were like, we were thought we were thought we were in pretty good shape, but after that, we realized we needed some work. Well, the one thing that kind of cracked me up, I'm like, 
the benches are full. <laughs> and you're like going, now these guys are going to be bummed out, right? But you, everybody was like standing up by the second half, like yeah. tired. Yes, yes. No, it was definitely, yeah, tiring. But yeah, good to be back in more of a game like situation. I think there's 18 of your teammates out here in this thing. So uh, is Frosty keeping uh, track of you guys or what's going on with that? Yes, we are. Yes, we're in track. Um, we had to fill out some waivers to make oh, it. Did. Yeah, <laughs> to make did sure. Really? We, yes, to make sure it was all clear. Uh, yeah, we figured it all out. So. Oh, that's good. And then uh, final question for you. This game, you guys were uh, really good uh, off the rush and dots down. It, it looked like there's some of the four teams I saw, really good chemistry with your group. Yeah, for sure. I think that the Mankato line got us rolling. Right. Uh, yeah, they had pretty good chemistry. Yeah, I think just as we started getting comfortable with each other, started talking uh, just about, you know, how their school was and whatnot, I think everyone just got a little more comfortable. And, yeah, we started playing better. Well, the Mankatos are uh, sniping our social on Thursday. <laughs> and, and actually, you, I don't know if you know this, but you were suggested to be our first. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I feel honored. He goes, Maddie Kaiser's got to do it. So be ready. We'll be tapping you on, a, on the shoulder for some Thursday. Perfect. Awesome. Can't wait. All right, thanks. Have a great night. <laughs> Thank you. you bet. Maddie Kaiser, of course, coming off her freshman campaign where she picked up 17 points. She was a two-time WCHA Rookie of the Week on November 28th of 2022 and then January 23 of 2023. Uh, she had a great night last night, two goals and an assist, a great energy player, and everybody uh, fed off what she had and uh, always a good quote and interview. A couple of housekeeping notes just to make sure everybody's clear. Moving forward, Team Tria was formerly Brain Juice, so any reference to Team Tria is that uh, same group of players. And then also, don't forget tomorrow, we're going to have the big social media takeover. Four players from Minnesota State Mankato will be hijacking our Twitter and Instagram accounts. Please enjoy the action as they work their way through a, a game day within the Selly League. Uh, one final note, that was our very own Brandon Spratt on the call last night, and he on the highlight to start off this game. And once again, this podcast was presented by Minnesota Oncology. Check them out at mnoncology.com. I'm Pete Wagner. Have a great day. So long, everybody.